Hello and welcome to If Anyone Cares. Let that thing run. Let's go. We got some new music. My name is Riley James. This is episode 71 of the If Anyone Cares podcast. We are six weeks away from our fifth birthday. You're all invited to the party. It is a very good time here at the IAC offices here in Lake Charles, Louisiana. I'm excited for the future of this show. I'm excited for the present of this show because today we have a woman named Alexa Blaze. And if that's not the best name you've heard in your life for television, then you're an idiot. That is the best name I have ever come across in my five or six years. The COVID year really throws off my timeline. The five to six years I've been doing broadcasting and media work. Just an incredible name. Incredible person. A ball of energy you're going to come to find out. Uh, I am usually the one that has the the higher of the two uh, energy levels, not this episode. She was just all over the place, and I had to keep up. And I'm excited that she made some time for us. And it was very reminiscent of the first show I ever did with Anna Bellinghausen, her her friend, um, because it was just kind of a get to know you. It's like, hey, I'm Riley. What do you do? What do you like to do? Why are you a person? And, you know, she came on, she crushed it. I'm excited for you to hear it. We talk about plenty of things. I can't wait uh, to be able to put it out, but we have some formalities to get to first, as you know. Uh, you can subscribe to the show, Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. If you get the show through iTunes or Spotify, please rate and review it. Spotify added that feature just a, a couple of months ago. Uh, we are five stars currently. On Spotify, so I love that. Thank you for for all the love. Uh, the show is available on Twitter at if anyone cares underscore. I am available on Twitter and Instagram at Riley James IAC on both. And the art is made by Spencer Ware. The music is a collaboration between me and all good folks. It is, you know, a, it's one of the better intro songs I could have ever dreamed we'd come up with and I'm excited to have it as the the soundtrack of this show for years to come so thank you it's all good folks you can hear the full song at the end of the show and I can't wait for you to hear episode 71 if anyone cares and for Alexa Blaze I'm Riley James if anyone cares hi how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm great. Sorry, I have no idea what happened. Yeah, no, I don't know either. Uh, but we are going. We are recording because I record awesome. every single bit of the phone call and edit out the bad parts. Um, question right off the bat. Um, right. How long have you named Alexa Blaze? <laughs> My whole life. And I didn't see, like... I didn't notice ever like how good it was up until probably about college when I started to get people were like, Oh, that's a great name. Like I love it. And I always, when I was a kid, I always used to, people used to call me like blase or blasey. Um, 
things like that. Because when you type my name in, it always autocorrects for like the asterisk above the E and that's wrong. But yeah, no, I've, I've didn't notice how much I like loved the name blaze up until probably. Yeah. About college. Yeah. Uh, the Z is the no Z is deceptive. When, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of people get messed up about it. And like, like I said, so when I was, when I would be playing like travel basketball and travel volleyball, um, when I was a kid, they would print my name on a sweatshirt. Family got really good. My parents got really good at like learning how to peel that off of my sweatshirt or like going into whoever was printing it on the sweatshirt and be like, Hey, so here's how you can get rid of the autocorrect, always messing up my last name. So yeah, we've had, we've had to learn. It seems to be a common thing with you, you and O girls that everyone messes up your name all the time. I know, and Avery, I, Avery's so funny because her name, it's spelled differently than how you would typically spell Avery, and so she gets that all the time, too. And then Anna, I mean, God knows how to spell her name with two and or one end. And Bellinghausen, that is just trying to be able to, like, spell it, like, without knowing how to, without knowing how to, without knowing how to spell it, just, like, going off of how you hear it. Yeah, she gets that messed up a lot, too. Even Anna, just one end. Yeah. Special. She's special. <laughs> I think I think of the six names that you guys have, I mean, I think Howard and Alexa are the two easiest ones. Yes, <laughs> you, are, you are correct on that one. <laughs> Nevertheless, we have a uh, – <laughs> I didn't intro you at all, so that's that's fun. On the line from, from Omaha, Nebraska is, yep. is a woman who, uh, again, attends UNO. Seems to be a common theme with the show. Uh, she is – a member of the the Women in Media Club at UNO. We talked to Anna. We've talked to Avery in the past. This is the third and final member, founding member of the club, Alexa Blaze. Absolutely. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me, Riley. Absolutely. I, I'm so happy you made time for me today. Absolutely. Um, I come in not only not prepared with any questions, but also prepared with all the questions because... Uh- I could ask you a million questions about your name, but I'm not going to <laughs> because that's a different show. Uh, you go to school in Nebraska. Can you tell us a little bit about kind of pre-Nebraska? Like who is Alexa Blaze and what led you to um, going to school in Omaha? So I grew up in Nebraska, long time, you know, Cornhusker fan growing up. I think anytime you grew up in Nebraska – you're just born into being a Husker fan. So I grew up in Grand Island, Nebraska, probably about two hours west of Omaha. And basically, I started out, I come from a family of four, and sports have always been our thing. Like I said, when you when you get raised in Nebraska, you're an automatic Husker fan. So that was the dream. Like, going to Lincoln, going to UNL was the dream, whether it was for, you know, basketball or volleyball or any type of sporting event that I played, that was always the dream. But... When I was going through the recruiting process, I had a few smaller schools, D2, NAIA, things like that, um, that offered me. And then I remember finding out, I, I don't even know what, how I didn't know, but I didn't know that like UNO was D1 or let alone even like a great school like that it was. And I had a former um, coach at like one of the one of the camps I'd been to for volleyball and he reached out and was like, hey, come to UNO and I went on a visit and I was like, yep, D1. That is like where I want to go. Because like growing up, I mean, I could have gone D2 or NAIA and I would have loved every second of it, but I really wanted like the challenge of 
um, D1 and like being able to test myself and see like my skills against those girls who also went D1. So yeah, basically chose Omaha and I've literally never regretted it because Omaha is a great place. There's so many things here coming from Grand Island, probably about 50,000 in Grand Island. So coming to Omaha, there was a lot, a lot of opportunities, like a lot of things to do. So that was one thing that just like really attracted me. Can you talk about the distance between where you grew up and Omaha? How far is it? It's about a two hour drive. So bad. yeah, it doesn't take super long. So if I wanted to go home like on a weekend or something like that, not too far whatsoever. Um, I love it. it. It's the perfect balance between, I mean, I have friends who are six hours away from home, four hours away from home, but like two hours I think is perfect because like I said, if I wanted to go home, I could, but it's not far enough away that I feel like super distant from my family. Um, and that was like one thing that I was looking at too, is I didn't want to be like, you know, thousands of miles away from, from my family. But so yeah, worked out really, really well. But it's also far enough where they can't come pop and, and visit you on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I have like friends who go to UNO and they have their family in Omaha too. And that is great, but I love being able to kind of like build who I am and, and find out what I love, like without having my family like right in town. Because if I need them, like I said, they're just a call away. They're a two hour drive away, but it's been nice getting to like do things on my own, um, without them, like right, right, right at my fingertips, kind of like how they were if I would have stayed in Grand Island. Right. You're a scholarship volleyball player on the D1 level. Mm-hmm. Uh, explain to me how hard volleyball is. Oh my goodness. It is unbelievable. Um, coming in right away, I knew that it was going to be a challenge. Obviously, I mean, saying D1 is one thing, but then once you like get into practices, get into games, see your competition, it is a whole nother, nother level than high school. And that's one thing that I had to really um, transition into coming into college because the high school game and maybe the NAIA game and even the D1 game, they're like completely different levels and the game is so much faster um playing in college I mean like my freshman year I maybe saw three sets and I was completely okay with it because I was still getting down like what it's like to play at the D1 level and like the competition things of that sort um it was it's extremely tough I mean I don't think I really I mean my best friends are on the team they still are on the team a lot of them have graduated um along with me but it had been, it was really nice getting to go through like the rigorous workouts and the three hour practices, things of that sort, um, with them. So that, that helped a bunch. I know that I always said, um, when I was, when all my friends, they went to, they'd went to Lincoln and some had been in sororities or frats, but like volleyball was my sorority. Like that was my group of girls. Like as soon as I came in, like, Hey, sorry, like you're forced to be my friend. We're going to see each other every day for the next four years. So yeah, that helped a bunch. That seems I mean, we talk about sororities and fraternities and all these different types of things when it comes to college, but playing on a team and being part of a team is essentially, you're doing that, but also with a common goal together, um, it's got to be really awesome. I was never good enough to play on the <laughs> college level, so it's really awesome to hear people talk about it. And you know, now covering college sports, I, I get to see that firsthand with um, with all these guys um, doing college football. So it's it's really cool to see and you know to hear your perspective on it. It's is definitely very interesting. We're just going to jump around today, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Because Always. I, <laughs> I have a million questions about a million things. Um, <laughs> you are a part of the Women in Media Initiative at UNO, one of the founding members. Um, you, Avery, and Anna, like we had talked about. Getting involved with that, um, 
can't imagine you you had a lot of media experience before you showed up there. What have you learned and, and why'd you join? Yeah, no, you're completely right. I had absolutely zero experience and coming into college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. At one point I thought I was going to be a dentist um, and <laughs> now I'm on the total opposite end of that. Um, so basically I remember um, I saw Anna one night and she's like, hey, I heard that you might like want to be getting into sports broadcasting, you know, covering sports, something like that. Uh, do you want to start a club with me? And I, she knew that I knew Avery from playing soccer at UNL. And I was like, actually, that sounds amazing. And then right from the get-go, I think we started a couple months later. And right from that, like, I knew that this is exactly what I wanted to do. But I had so much to learn. Like, there are things that I still have no idea how to do. And if I hadn't met Anna or been with Avery, if this club would have never been a thing, I don't know what I would be doing. But it's, it's opened a lot of doors for me. And it's taught me, like, so much from the broadcast side to, you know, the interviewing side, things like that. It's, it's, I've learned so much with, with their help and with the women in media club help. So that's been awesome. Uh, you do realize you have the best broadcasting name of all time. <laughs> like it's not fair. Like I had to fabricate my name. Like James is not my last name, but like this is ridiculous that you were born with this. Golly. I... <laughs> yeah, no, that is awesome. I've never, like, nobody's ever told me that, like I said at the beginning. Like, no one's ever told me that until I probably got to college. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so, thankfully, I was born into it. But <laughs> Yeah, no, it makes me so mad. But I'm also, <laughs> I'm also very happy that it happened, like, to you. Because, like, getting to know you the last couple days, I mean, you, you seem like a very, very nice person. We haven't talked a whole lot, but, you know, getting the, the chance, we've talking for 10 minutes. Um, it, I'm happy it happened to you and above anyone else. So to, to the broadcasting and you said you were doing some hockey stuff before you, you hopped on with me. Uh, you, I mean, I was talking to Avery. She knew nothing about track, um, on her first assignment. What was your first gig with, uh, with the women in media? I think we did. I'm trying to think. I think we did probably a little bit of basketball segments, which I'd known about basketball, um, just from growing up and playing it. But I think my first like real eye opener was hockey because growing up in Nebraska, it's football, football, football. And I had never seen a hockey game until I came to Omaha and I watched UNL play like my freshman year. And then just as of recently, we did a Maverick Digital Network for on NCHC for UNL hockey. And just from that, I'm like surprised at how much I don't know and how many things that I need to learn about hockey. Cause that was just, that was unbelievable. Some of the things that like, like stat wise, like volleyball or, or basketball stats, I can kind of put together. Like this means offense is doing well, you know, this is defense, you know, thing, things of that sort, but hockey, I'm like trying to piece it together. Like, okay, so they're one for three on power plays. Like, what does that mean? So yeah, it's been awesome, but like weird trying to learn a sport that, I haven't known for very like a very long time. Yeah, and no, I, I did the same thing. I don't want to say I did the same thing with soccer, but like I was very very green when it came to uh, covering soccer when I when I did didn't know a whole a whole lot about it. But the fact that you guys are like getting thrown into situations where like oh yeah this is like you have to learn how to do this uh, yesterday and then also present a broadcast or a show in a proper fashion like it's it it seems like it's all happening kind of very fast in real time and you have to adjust and and figure out how to do things 
it's it's almost it's it's really i don't want to say almost it is quite remarkable what you guys been able to do in the short time because i've you know i've been friends with anna for two years now i've been you know avery came on the show last show or two shows ago um like i i've been aware of what you guys have done and the production quality is quite incredible what i've seen on the internet (laughs) thank you you know I, i know it's not always like that i know it's not always perfect and it sucks a lot of the time but you know, I was working with one of the a broadcasting student a few weeks ago, and I'm not nearly qualified to be working with anything uh, because I just graduated college last year. But the, the the advice that you know I'm sure that you were given and that I gave to the broadcasting students that I've been working with is like you're gonna suck for a while, and there's not yeah, exactly. not a, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. You just have to embrace okay. the fact that like yeah, this is it takes a lot of time, and maybe one day you won't suck anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of our, one of our favorite quotes, this is so funny that you say that. Cause one of our favorite quotes is like, I think Laura Rutledge had said it, but going into these shows like hockey and I have no idea, I'm, I'm still learning, like I said, but I don't know a lot. So going into these shows that I don't know a whole much, whole, whole lot about, um, Laura Rutledge had a, had a tweet and I get so nervous. So I get like sickly nervous before doing these things, especially when I'm not super confident. Um, and it was like, you're never going to be like being nervous is a great thing, especially for, you know, interviews or broadcasts or anything along that, along that line. But like, it's, it's good to be nervous. And when you stop being nervous, then like, you don't have that like adrenaline rush. So to hear that, like someone like Laura Rutledge is nervous before doing, you know, sideline reporting for the NFL like that makes me feel a lot better because I just get so nervous <laughs> doing things like that but it's good it's good it gives me adrenaline yeah she's out here hosting every other show for ESPN getting nervous literally before that. It's, it's... <laughs> and she gets nervous yeah right <laughs> um no it's, it's really cool what you guys have done and um I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people and I, I talked to to Avery about this the the future of the club once you guys leave I don't know what 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 year are you in I'm a senior. Yeah. I'll okay. graduate in May. So you'll graduate in May. So all you guys are, are moving on pretty soon. And, yep. um, Avery gave me a, gave me kind of the answer I expected. I'm curious about you. Uh, are you worried about the future of the club once you guys move on? Uh, yeah, I, I'm worried only because I mean, especially right now, like women in sports, it's kind of hard to like pave away. And we have like a lot of people, you know, that we look up to that are doing it. But I think at the level that we're at, where we have a great communication program, a great journalism program, it's just hard to find women that are passionate about sports to be able to do, do broadcast and things like that. So I'm a little bit nervous just about finding people that are open and willing to do it and just step outside their comfort zone. I think that's my, that's my biggest worry. Yeah, no, I, I can understand how it's something that you guys have built and grown and, 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 and watched kind of develop over these, these last couple of years. Um, I, I can understand the, the fear of leaving it to someone else because I can't imagine. I mean, I've been doing this show. It'll be five years in April. I can't imagine moving on and watching someone else take this over. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, this is a college project or a college <laughs> club, so I'm, I'm fine unless unless we get canceled, which hopefully we won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> nevertheless, moving on to – you mentioned the, the Nebraska football. This is not a sports show. This is not, I know it's a common misconception of the other projects I'm a part of. This is not a sports show, but God, why do you like Nebraska football? And why are they so (laughs) terrible all the time? I know. Take as much time as you want. (laughs) I, 
it's just so okay so like like I said growing up like you're basically breeded to be a Nebraska fan right from the get and I it seems like child I know, abuse I, just, I, think, <laughs> I think they're just like the past that they've had you know like all the like the national championships that they have you know in their bag already I think that's like one thing that like our parents like my parents are like huge on because they like got to see those things happen or grandparents got to see those things happen and I think like people are just waiting for it to happen again I don't know it's just this huge fan base that like when you are born like you are right away a Nebraska fan and then a lot of people grow up and they're like okay not a fan anymore but as soon as you come out of the room you kind of are just you're going to go to Husker games and that's going to be your favorite thing to do. And something you look forward to when you're like a fifth grader. So yeah, they cloak <laughs> you in that red and white and they drag you to Lincoln. Yeah. That's what they do. And you sit there and your parents tailgate and you're just like, all right, let's go to the game. But like the, also the atmosphere too. Like that was one thing that was my favorite thing growing up being in, like a Husker fan and going to Husker football games is like, we have so many sellouts. A lot of people come like a lot of people are dedicated Nebraska fans, but we're just like in a rut right now. Yeah, the rut's been going on for about 25 years. I know, um, I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's a rut. I think it's a ditch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, LSU football's in a rut. <laughs> Two years, yeah. they're in a rut. Nebraska's in a <laughs> ditch. Um, no, I, I just you guys switch conferences at like the worst possible time. And I then uh, you're not, I don't think you're getting back in your old conference in the Big 12. I know, and with everyone changing and everyone going to the SEC or whatnot, that's just, that makes it even worse. Yeah, well, eh, I like the SEC. I, I know you guys hate the SEC, but the SEC is where I live, so. I know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful I play in the, you know, my football team plays in the SEC. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I can understand the passion for college football. College football is my favorite thing in the world. I got to cover it this past year for the first time in like a, a full season of it. It was incredible. Um, and then myself, you know, my family has LSU season tickets. So we go to every home game in Tiger Stadium. The The fact that Nebraska folks love Nebraska football and it's sold out all the time, even the spring game is full. After going three and nine every year, it's so <laughs> like you guys are so passionate about so many things. But like, I you got to consider that's that's kind of what you guys have in Nebraska. It's yeah, it's, no, it's college exactly. sports. Um, no, you're completely right. So the, we don't have any we don't have any professional teams or anything like that to watch. So, I mean, I guess everyone just lives and lives and breathes Nebraska football. <laughs> yeah, throw some money into that, and, and hopefully, hopefully it'll be better. Um, are you, are you Scott Frost in or Scott Frost out? Oh, I'm a Scott Frost, Scott Frost fan. Okay. I, I know I know he's played there and all that kind of stuff, but uh, it's, it's not it's not gotten off to the best start. However, we won't <laughs> this is not a sports show. We won't talk about football. Um let's talk about Alexa. Uh, I know you don't probably have a ton of free time being a D1 athlete and being involved in, in clubs and everything. But what do you what do you do when you go when you go home? And you have some time off. What does Alexa do? Oh, my favorite thing ever. And I look forward to like Christmas breaks or, or spring break or something like that. Just to be able to spend time with my family. I think that's that's probably my, my top thing. Because I've, I come from a really super, super close family. And we are super big on like, you know, movie nights, game nights. We don't travel a whole lot just because growing up when I did, me and my sister both played like travel basketball, travel volleyball. So we didn't get to see like a lot of things. So 
I just love being with my family, you know, movie night, like I said, just hanging out, watching whatever's on the TV, whether it be a movie or, you know, the National Football Game, something like that. I mean, that's like probably my favorite things to do, especially when I don't have anything to do, but. So just hanging out. Yeah, exactly. I, we, I come from a family, and this is so funny, because I was just talking to my roommate about this. Like, I know some people when they are, say they have like a Sunday off, and they're lazy, they're vegging, they're doing nothing, like they're, they like feel awful just because they feel like they need to be doing something. But in my family, oh no, we take advantage of naps, vegging, doing nothing, literally laying on the couch. Like that is when, which probably sounds awful to say, but that's like our favorite thing to do, just hang out together. Well, okay, you said that twice. Vegging. Vegging. Have you never heard that? <laughs> no. I, that might be a Midwest thing. And me and Avery had a had a Midwest argument for like 20 minutes on the show the other day. Explain <laughs> vegging. Vegging? Uh, my mom has always said it. That's probably why I say it. Uh, basically, it's like being lazy or relaxing. So like vegging on the couch is basically just like laying on the couch doing nothing. Or you veg all day, which means you're literally doing nothing except for maybe walking to the kitchen to grab food and then just going back and, and hanging out in the living room. So basically probably being lazy, which sounds awful, but like I think of it as a good term. <laughs> no, I just, I'm so curious what college kids do because I was in college and my college experience is a lot different than most. So, <laughs> um, can I ask you about college? Is that, is that okay? Oh, absolutely. Um, having a roommate and like having like someone that you live with that you don't, I don't know if you knew your roommate, but I know like the cases like a lot of the time is that you don't always know who you're going to live with for the year. Um, Is it one of your teammates that you live with or someone else? Yeah. So it's one of my teammates. Okay. So you obviously spend a lot of time with this person. You know them very well, but like having a roommate and and living with someone, can you talk about, you know, going and going from, you know, living at home to now you're like thrown into a situation with, with, another person were like, Hey, we got to make this work for a year. Like, how's that? Cause I've never had, no, I've never, I've never had a roommate, so I don't know. Yeah, no, it's exact. Okay. So my coming into freshman year, so basically you are placed with, at least for my freshman year, I was placed with three other girls. So we had a, a room of four. So I was placed with three other gr- girls who played volleyball and that aspect of growing, going from living at home where I probably was maybe a little bit spoiled in the sense that my mom did like, like I hardly ever did like the dishes or something like that, which sounds awful, but like going from living at home to living with roommates, it's, I had to learn how to cook. I had to learn like, okay, so it's my turn to do the dishes or it's my turn to take out the trash. And I like, like all those things and like roommate etiquette, like, like we were super close my freshman year. And even now with my same roommate that we played volleyball, like, I, I, it's, it's just weird going from like a sense of someone else thinks the way that they live is super normal, but I don't, or I might do things differently. Like I spend a lot of time in the living room instead of some people spend a lot of times in their room. So having a roommate, I I don't know. I had to learn a lot, especially about myself and like things that I do. I don't know. Yeah. What did you do weird that they, or what, what do you think was normal and they, they found weird? Um, probably. Okay. So. Like I said, I literally, like, I'm never in my room. I do my homework in the in the living room. I watch TV. Like, I'm always in the living room 24-7. So, like, when people would want to go to their rooms to study or just chill out or be by themselves. Like, I'm I'm not a person that likes to be by myself, like, in my room just, like, hanging out. Um, I get super bored. So, I had a, <laughs> one thing that I did was I literally am, like, just 
always just in the common area. Like my freshman year, I was always in the living room or always in the kitchen. And sometimes my friends would be like, can you just like go to your room and just like hang out? Or, or like, or, or do you ever want to do that? And I always thought that that was normal. Like I just never, never went and was by myself, like in my room ever, or even studying, like they're trying to study in their room and I'm like watching a movie that's super loud. Like, yeah. What did, is, is it, I'm going to ask the reverse question now. Is it, weird for you that they wanted to go to their room or is there something else that you can kind of think about that they they did that you was you thought was wild i would probably yeah i'd probably say like them just going to the room to like be by themselves i don't know i always found that super weird because i always wanted to like hang out or or be in the same room as someone else and like you know conversate and watch something so i thought it was like weird that they would go to the room to study or like shut their door and like want me to be quiet so that they could study like I that that was just like so hard because I just always wanted to be around someone or, or do things with somebody else so like yeah that was that was weird especially my freshman year when I had to get used to that yeah no I can appreciate that I don't I don't I, I don't want to say I, I didn't love I didn't love being by myself when I was a kid now that I've gotten older and now that I work from home I appreciate the space right um but like I was kind of the same way for a long time we're like why why go to my room like what's in there i can mm-hmm. do everything in the living room that i can in the room exactly i just love being around people yeah me i don't know if it was a i think it was just being so far away from people like i was in my, in the living room by myself but like people would pop in and out like that was right. awesome to, to be able to like be relatively close to someone when i was in my room it was less of a chance of people popping in and out exactly yeah so that's that's interesting that you um had to had to learn um kind of how people work and people are weird everyone's weird oh yeah um people you know it's just that they grow up differently you're a product in your environment i mean i know that i've been raised a lot differently than a lot of my friends and now that they they've gone and moved up somewhere else like they had to learn that like oh yeah there's not people like them mm-hmm. and exactly uh, no that's and, wild yeah no i i just remember like one thing um, when I was a freshman, that one, like one of the biggest things I had to learn. So coming, f- okay. So Grand Island, I had probably the same group of friends for the majority of my growing up, like my, my youth years. Um, I had the same group of friends. We knew what, like I knew how to get on my friend's nerves. So I didn't do that. Like, so taking that and all the things that I was super comfortable with when I was back in Grand Island, you know, in high school, like my friends knew me to a T and then having to be put in a place with new people who don't know me I had to like loosen up a little bit because I I was freshman year I was like very easily offended and I like I I was really surprised when like someone would do something because in high school like my friends would never like like say something or do something because they knew like I would hate it but like then I as soon as I got to college I just like I learned and I grew so much because I had to like loosen up I, I couldn't take things so seriously like that was the one of the biggest things that I learned when I first moved here. Yeah, no, and I, I deal with this now going and traveling on the road as much as I do. Like, I can't always be myself because I've learned that I'm somewhat of a jerk sometimes. So <laughs> <laughs> I need to, like, be careful of how I say things. Because I, I say things in a, a very joking manner a lot of the time because I do that for a living. Like my right. whole job is to be entertaining and make jokes. And sometimes jokes are not always the most palatable for, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, which as we've seen over the last couple of years, you know, people, yeah. people have made a big deal about that. But for me, it's like, 
I I know now that when to make a joke and when to like, oh yeah, just kind of like passively say something, a filler. Right. Like it, it's so interesting, but like when you're a kid and when you're around your friends and when you you don't leave your home, um, like you just you know you know when you can make those jokes. Like it was exactly. you never had to think about it. So it's interesting that you you have that same thought as well. Where like you you kind of have to adjust who you are. Right, and, and then like I, I I used to growing up, I used to like okay, my mom <laughs> my mom always said I had tone. Like I I would like talk back or I'd like be sassy or something. And so, like, my parents, like, learned, like, that's me. Like, I'm, I'm going to be sassy or I'll have, like, a, a witty remark back. But, like, as soon as I got to college, literally the exact same thing as you. Like, I had to learn, like, maybe I can't say that. Like, maybe <laughs> I went, like, maybe I went too far. But, like, growing up, my friends knew me that, like, that was a joke. Or my parents would be like, oh, she's just being Lex. Like, so, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, but for, for me, it was more of a, like, a, like a kind of a darker kind of, like, joke. <laughs> Say like, I can't be sadistic right now. <laughs> I, can't, I can't make this terrible kind of world remark when mm-hmm. I'm networking and trying to get people to sponsor my show. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh, that's that's insane. Um, okay, so I I've had both of the other girls tell me about Runza, and I'm I'm incredibly curious. You're from Nebraska. <laughs> And um, it just sounds terrible. And I'm sorry, people that listen to the show that have heard this a million times. I'm sorry, um, but this is my show and not yours. Um, <laughs> Runza. It is. It was explained to me that it's a meat. It's a hot pocket with meat and onions in it, covered yeah. in mustard, um, or dipped in mustard. However, however one likes to eat it. Um, is it good? And um, why is it bad? <laughs> um. So. I don't okay so they also have cabbage in them some of them have cabbage in them too and I'm not a big fan that's even I, worse gosh yeah, yeah gross I know I'm not the biggest fan of like runzas themselves but like the chain runza they have great food but like runza themselves yeah no not the biggest fan I don't I can't I couldn't get myself to like them but like I know okay this is gonna sound like weird but I know like a lot of older people like them like my parents or like some like our parents friends stuff like that like love them and i don't know why I, I don't get it but it's a it's huge they sell my football games i mean like like i said yeah no it's a cult yeah it's a cult you just say it, it. nebraska football and runza have a have an alliance yeah. to run cults parallel to each other i no, you can just say it that's fine <laughs> but you but i do say you do need to try one just just to try it i'm not the biggest fan and i'm not sure like how avery and Anna always think of it but like yeah not the biggest fan no anna <laughs> loves it <laughs> Anna loves, loves it for Christ. some reason. And then like Avery's like, yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's like, you don't have do to with, lie. Yeah. You don't have to lie to me. It's okay. <laughs> yep. I can do without them. But if you do go to Runza, they do have good, like their fries. Like they have the, like the, the, what are they called? Like the wavy fries. I don't remember what they're called, but they, those unreal. Their ranch. I'm sure you probably talked to one of them about, they have the best ranch in the game, like by far. I don't want to do another ranch segment. <laughs> did you did you hear that? Did did someone tell you about that? Did you listen to it? The whole ranch yep. thing? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just stop. Ranch isn't good. And I don't want to talk about it. It's awful. <sighs> no. I look, I I I went to Kansas City and um I I take back what I said. You guys do have a culture in the Midwest. 
I know everyone's a little bit different. Nebraska is different from Missouri and Kansas is different from Iowa. Like I, I get that you guys are all different. And, um, but like I, the barbecue in Kansas is fantastic, but I still, I still got to rock with my food down here. I feel that. I, I, I get it. I get yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, just wait until you have a beignet at nine o'clock. On a, you got to wait until you have a beignet at nine o'clock on Sunday morning. Are you aware oh, yeah. of where a beignet is? Yes, I am. I am. I've, I've been to New Orleans. We actually went to New Orleans for volleyball, but I didn't get to try a beignet. But I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah. Uh, Cafe Dumont is like the big spot, but there's plenty of better local places um, that are not so touristy that have, um, for people that are, are not from Louisiana and that haven't been to New Orleans, a beignet is a French donut um, covered in powdered sugar. It's very good. It's very terrible for you, but it's very good. Um, it's a treat. Yeah, no, it's it's great if you're hungover um, at <laughs> 9 a.m. on a Sunday, but that's that's besides the point. Um, I, I've never been hungover, Mom. I'm sorry. Uh, no, just I, I appreciate what you guys have in the Midwest now. Now that I've visited, I've been a couple of days, and uh, but I, I wanted to ask about Runza because I know it's a big thing, and people have texted mm-hmm. people have texted me about it to listen to the show. It's like like. Just you know, Runza sounds interesting. It's like no, it doesn't. It sounds interesting. <laughs> it's just a meat hot pocket full of onions and and not good. But I'll know not to try the cabbage. But I'm excited to make it up to Omaha. I know I've pr- I promised Anna and and Owen Godberson and Jack Hoover. I don't know if you know those guys. Yep. Um, I promised those guys like I'm gonna make it up there one day, and then like I get all the necessary steps in place, and then one falls through, and I I can't end up going. So I'm gonna make it to Omaha. At some point yes. in time, sometime, I promise. Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's talk about let's talk about high school. Let's talk about that. Um, you played volleyball in high school, obviously. Um, yep. You played basketball in high school. Is that right? I sure did. Yeah. Um, those are both hard court type of things. Uh, are your knees and and ankles gone yet, or is it? <laughs> Are you still young enough to be able to to heal? Uh, my knee. Okay, this is actually so embarrassing, but my knees now. I try to you know stay in shape, try to lift you know as best I can, and I'm starting to feel it in my knees, and I've never felt it before. Like I'm I'm not even six months past our last volleyball game, and yep, I'm gonna be hurting in about a few years. That's for sure. How old are you, Alexa? I am 22. Okay, so you're a little bit older than me, and um, yeah, no. I I played on a grass service. I played soccer and um, tore tore Achilles and broke the heel and all that kind of stuff. So my career was over pretty quick, and I can't run anymore. Um, I I just always appreciate asking athletes, especially collegiate athletes, and that are that are finished um, about their injuries. Uh, what is the worst injury that you've sustained in your time playing sports, whether on the college level or the high school level? Um. Honestly, I've never broken anything and I've never tore anything either. I just, my, like, probably worst thing that's ever happened, I, like, roll my ankle a lot and especially playing volleyball where we have to wear um, ankle braces that kind of, like, it. okay, so ankle braces are kind of, they're hard to explain because, so, they protect your ankles on volleyball, but as soon as you take them off, like, they also weaken your ankle. So, it's kind of, they kind of, don't make sense because they protect it during volleyball, but then you can roll your ankle when you're walking on the side of the road. So 
I guess the worst thing that's ever happened is I had a really bad sprained ankle, and now every time I walk, my ankle clicks because I have, like, cartilage built up from rolling my ankle, and and anytime I'm walking by anybody, they can tell. Like, I can't sneak up on anybody because my, <laughs> I, my ankle literally clicks every single time I walk. I can't sneak up on anybody. It's just everyone knows when I'm walking down the hall too. They're like, "Oh, they're not. They haven't even turned around yet." And they're like, "Oh, there's Alexa. Just her ankles just clicking away." <laughs> well, count yourself lucky that that's that's the extent of your your injuries. I know. Um, thank the Lord because yeah, I, I like am very very lucky without having to go through anything. Honestly, terrible. I was gonna ask. Um, this is us jumping around again. I was gonna ask whether you whether you enjoyed, um, kind of getting away and seeing mountains or, or the beach, but half your photos on Instagram are, are you on the beach. So I'm not going to ask. <laughs> I feel like I know the answer. <laughs> yeah. When, when, when I get the opportunity to go someplace, I'm going to go. And, but like volleyball really, I couldn't do much. I could never travel, but now coming these next six months, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to probably going to the mountains and maybe, maybe taking some pictures or, or doing something because I've gotten one trip to the beach and that was over my freshman year spring break. But then also COVID didn't really help that. So didn't get, get didn't get to do a lot of things then, but yeah, I love the beach. Yeah. I can go. Yeah. No, I was gonna, it's always a built in question to get to know someone because I'm a big mountain guy. I don't like the beach. And, um, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask her. And then I, I go, I, when I interview people, I, I, like I said, I don't have any notes. I wanted to like have a very kind of genuine conversation. Um, but like I go to their Instagram, I go to the Twitter just for inspiration or asking about something and I was going to ask. And then I went to your Instagram. It's like, it's volleyball and, um, and photos on a boat or on the beach. So yep. that's, that, <laughs> seems, that seems to be pretty much what we've talked about so far. <laughs> that. Yeah, exactly. I know. I wish, I wish I could, I've been to the mountains once I've been, um snowboarding once it was like my freshman year of high school hated it because it was really hard to learn but once I got it on like the fourth day and then we left I was fine but yeah I'm gonna have to go back soon yeah no I I went to I went in August which seems like a poor decision but it was also not cold so I was I love that I went to uh Montana and Wyoming and Colorado on the same trip, you know, I've, we took a, a long extended road trip and I filmed a documentary about it, but the, um, like the, the Rockies are fantastic and there's a bunch of different places in Colorado, bunch of different places in Wyoming. We don't talk about Wyoming a lot. It's a nice place. And, um, <laughs> they got some, some great spots over there too. So I'm not one to recommend anything cause I have no business recommending mountains, but you know, that's what I would recommend. And it's, it's probably not that far from you. Cause I was in Nebraska at one point and it didn't take us very long to get there. Yep. Yep. I can just, I straight drive. Well, from Grand Isle, like from my hometown, it's like six hours to, to Denver, I guess to Colorado, to Denver. So like anywhere from there, I mean, it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. No, you just got to drive straight up too, because, yep. uh, very flat. I found out out in the plains. Yeah. <laughs> very flat. Look, there's not much to look at my drive. <laughs> From Omaha to Grand Island is literally, like I said, two hours, and it's. I stay on I eighty the whole entire time, and I have nothing but cornfields to look at. It's it's great. Hey, go Huskers! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah no. Uh, <laughs> so do you guys like? I, I know you you've been to quite a few um, Nebraska football games. Um, we have a tiger in Baton Rouge, like on our campus, like a live tiger. Do you okay. guys have corn? 
like husk of corn <laughs> kind of set up in the same place? Honestly, I don't think so. I mean, it wouldn't be super hard to get some if, 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 if they wanted to. Um, but I've never seen it like in a case or anything like, like in a, in a special place or like a, like a monument of it. I've, I've never seen it. Maybe that's something they should do. Yeah. I think they should lie to someone and, uh, like, <laughs> and build a plaque. It's like, this is the original, uh, husk of corn <laughs> picked from the fields when, you know, Nebraska became a state in 1787 or whatever it was. You know, that's, that, can't, that can't be right. America wasn't existing yet. But, like, um, you know, just lie. Yep. Just don't. That'd be, that'd be genius. Yeah, just put it in a case in there, and people can go take photos with it. And it's great. And act like, well, actually, there is a place. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I think it might be in, like, Sioux Falls. It's called the Corn Palace. <laughs> and it's, okay, so it's, like, a palace. A lot of people go there for, like, so my sister did show choir and they go to the corn palace to like perform and like do their, do their thing there. So I think it's just like a palace. I think it might be made of corn. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but yeah, it's in like South Dakota. Yeah, no, I've been to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I've never been to the corn palace, <laughs> but I've been to Sioux Falls. <laughs> it is. I think it's, I'm looking it up right now and I'm pretty sure it's, it's gotta be like made of corn, but there's like so many things that, they have like corn murals and stuff like they that. They took a so, they took a corn maze to the next level, basically. Yeah, exactly. They made a whole palace out of it. Apparently. <laughs> uh, speaking of, can you tell me about Nebraska State Fair? Have you ever been? Oh my gosh, yes. So that is in. I don't know if you. you I don't know if you looked it up or not, but it's in Grand Island. So oh, I, let's go. Yeah, I know. I haven't. I didn't look anything up. I was very ill prepared for this. <laughs> It was, it used to be, um, in Lincoln. Um, and then they might've been like my, my, sometime in middle school, like seventh grade, I think they might've moved it to Grand Island. And so now it's in Grand Island. So it's like more central location. Cause it's kind of like right in the middle of Nebraska. Um, so a lot of people can get to it, but love that play, like so much fun. I've seen people talk about like Minnesota and how amazing theirs is, which ours probably isn't as great, but Oh, I, I love that. Play. I've been so many times. It's We always take like a day in my family. I told you that. I love hanging out with fam. We take a day and we go out, we go out there and we, you know, buy all the food, anything, anything fried we can get, get it all and like see, you know, of course we got to have like cows and stuff and, and there's like a whole bunch of different animals, which is probably lame, but no, I love that place. Yeah, no, I, I know it's a big deal in the Midwest is those state fairs. Mm-hmm. Um, ours isn't a super big deal. It's up in Shreveport, Louisiana, which is in the north, uh, about four hours away from me. But like, I'm always so interested because I used to have a friend. I didn't. He's still alive. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it may sound like he was dead. Uh, I used to um, I used to work with him on some projects, and um, he always talked about the Iowa State Fair. And uh, I know that's a big deal. So tell me about the the biggest attraction at the uh, the Nebraska State Fair. What is what is your favorite thing? And also, side question: you can answer this at the end. Do they have fried corn? Oh, um, okay. So my favorite thing, my favorite part about it. So I don't know if you have you been have you been to the Louisiana State Fair? Yes, I have multiple okay. times. Yeah, I I, okay. I I will get to that story in a second. But you answer first. <laughs> Um, so 
basically, I guess it depends on what stage of my life I'm in. So, like, when I was in middle school, my favorite part was always, like, they have, like, it's like a carnival. So it's like they have all the rides and stuff. That was my right. favorite, which is kind of lame. But um, they also do a lot of big concerts and stuff, which also is my favorite part in high school. But, like, now I think my favorite part is, so you go through the exhibits and it has, like, um, it's kind of like, I'm trying, it, it's kind of like an expo kind of, oh yeah, it's the expo building. So basically go through and I don't know if you're ever to an expo, but like basically they have a bunch of like random stuff. So they have the, the best thing at the expo building is, so <laughs> this is going to sound so Midwestern. They have, um, all these dips. So you have, you know, they give you like a pretzel or something like that and you just go through and that has that always has like the biggest line there are people lined up waiting to try all these dips that one of the one of some company brought it out and and they want people to try and they want people to buy but that is one thing we look forward to like literally just going and trying all the dips <laughs> okay that is so it's like you got you got like things from like s'mores dip to like onion chive like all all like these like lobsters like so many random dips but that is that is our favorite i'm not kidding <laughs> what Okay, that's it's not... so random. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Well, that's unexpected. I don't know how to answer after that. Um, fried corn, yes or no? Um, no, I've never tried it. I don't know if we have it. They should. It would make the most sense. You're right. Get a You're corn right. on the cob or on the husk. I don't know what the proper term is. I'm not from Nebraska, but um, <laughs> you fry it. Just deep fry it. You fry everything else. That's genius. Yeah, maybe I should move to Nebraska. I, maybe yeah. I'm. Maybe I was born in Nebraska and they didn't tell me. Yeah, and you can just do that. You can come back and come to the state fair. Yeah. When is it? Summer. Yep, August. Okay, ours is in October. Oh, that's so weird. People do them so differently. Yeah, Texas is in. Um, Texas. They have the Oklahoma Texas football game at their state fair, and that's in October. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah, ours is like end of August. I'm. Yeah, end of August, beginning of September, probably. So right before um, you go back to school. Yeah, yeah, I we'd always do it right before we went back to school. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we go back to school in August. Yep. So, like, yep. I guess it it wouldn't have mattered. If they put it in August, and it's too hot in July for us to do anything. That is true. That would probably be gross. It'd probably be nice and humid. Or yeah. Is it not humid down there? No, it is. Trust me, it is. <laughs> uh, it's about one hundred and ten percent all the time. Ooh. It's not fun. Um, Louisiana State Fair. I have a story. If I could tell stories of my own show. Of course. Um, that was a rhetorical, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I don't know. I have probably never said this on a microphone before. So you're, you're very lucky that you get to be here for this. Um, I used to show livestock oh. when I was a child. And from the time I was 11 until the time I was about 14, I showed Beefmaster cattle. And we would go and obviously participate in the Louisiana State Fair. I did that for four years. And I was very good. And um, or the, I wasn't very good. The, the calves we had were very good. I just held them and put their feet in place so <laughs> judges could say, hey, yeah, you, you win. And like it, the whole process is kind of is odd. And I know you guys probably have some version of, of livestock shows in Nebraska, but um, like we would win, and then like that was it. So I never really got to do the state fair except for one year when I was fourteen, and I was walking around, and I was so I was so mad because LSU was playing Ole Miss that night, and Ole Miss was coming in there ranked number three, 
and um, it was probably one of the most wild games of all time, and I missed it because we had season tickets that year, and I was very mad because I couldn't be there. But the whole point of um, of us going was like, yeah, to win the show. And once we won the show, like we essentially got the night off. Like, hey, go out there and have some fun. Here's some money that you won. Go go <laughs> nuts. So obviously, fried Oreos uh, were on the menu. I had anything on a stick, which you you go up to this, this truck and you ask for anything on a stick, and they just give you a random item. On, random item. They they pick. And they give it to you on a stick. Like that's that's what we do. And um, mine was alligator. I got alligator on a stick, which was phenomenal. Uh, funnel cakes are always a go-to. So you go around, you eat all this, and I I got on a ride after eating all of this like an idiot, and I threw up all over the place, <laughs> like one of those like the teacup rides. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, so I do. Like it spins, and you're also spinning while you're spinning, and that was just a disaster. So I I had to leave after that. But like, that's my only experience with the Louisiana State Fair is that <laughs> I yep, it I can was, visualize it. Definitely. Yeah, I had this 14 year old little pissant kid throwing up all over your ride. They got to stop it for a half hour to clean it. Just not good. <laughs> that definitely happens. Like at least once a year some kid eats way too much goes on the same ride <laughs> i just always pride myself on having situational awareness even as a kid and that, that was my very very rare lapse of that was your lowest point <laughs> <laughs> that, right that actually might have been my lowest point in my life up to that point because <laughs> i was it was the walk of shame back to the back to the car <laughs> Did you have it on your shirt and stuff? Yeah, it was everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yep, they knew. That's the kid. That's yeah. The kid. <laughs> and it's still kind of hot in October in Louisiana, so I just took the shirt off. And, like, I got halfway to the parking lot. I could smell it again, so I was about to throw up again. So I just took it off and, oh. just, and just threw it away. That is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was I was so upset for, for a lot of reasons. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't i that might not make it into the actual final cut of the show all right (laughs) alexa i am so happy you made time for me today this was awesome i appreciate it yeah of course thank you so much yeah we can't let you leave though until you go to the lightning round five to seven random oh oh, let's do it five to seven random questions answer in 10 seconds or less are you ready i am all right so we start off with the classic cake or pie pie what kind of pie Apple with ice cream on top. The, ap- the apple pie's got to be warm. Ice cream cold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> warm ice cream and cold apple pie would be a very bad mix. <laughs> just be just be this melted cream over the top. It just wouldn't be good. Um, no, that sounds like the most American thing of all time. I love it. I'm not, I'm not a cake girl. I just I can't get into it. I hate cake, so don't worry about it. Um, no, I'm a, I like the chocolate with the whipped cream. Ooh, pie okay. that's it that's that's my favorite i don't eat dessert very often but that, when i do it's that um <laughs> favorite kind of sandwich i'm an italian girl i'm a really big i love salami and prosciutto things like that italian it's and I, I know it's blaze could very well be italian are you actually italian i'm not german and swedish but however I've learned to love the italian sandwich <laughs> <laughs> German sweeter. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
what's what's next? I I had this is the only questions I actually prepared, um, and I've lost them. <laughs> uh, if you had a movie about your life, who do you think would play you? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. She's hilarious. I don't know if I'm funny, but she could maybe make it. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you'd she would have to to match the energetic nature of Alexa Blaze. <laughs> it's all I've ever noticed is like even like the way you text is just very energetic. And when you came on the the show, it's like let's go, let's go. Like it was so energetic. So yeah, I think J Law could probably probably nail it. <laughs> Um, what's your favorite smell in the whole world? This is so basic, but it has to be vanilla. Like that's my favorite. Oh, if you want to know, sorry, this is more, this is more exact. If you want to know my least favorite lavender, can't get on the lavender train. Can't stand it. Hate lavender. Can't stand it. So oh, it gives me a headache. Alexa blaze. Love lap or love. Nope. Not love lavender. Love vanilla. Hate lavender. Yep. That's, that, exactly that's our show. I think that's it. Um, <laughs> What's f- one food you cannot bring yourself to eat? Um, Cabbage runza. Yeah. <laughs> too bad I, I too bad I've tried it. I gotta say, I gotta say I'm, I'm, I'm not a fish girl. Like, I just can't get into eating any sort of fish, shellfish, anything like that. So, I can't bring myself to eating maybe like, uh, like walleye or something like that. Walleye? Catfish. Okay, catfish I know, but like throwing out these random foods I've never heard. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Okay, well, we got that down. Fish is basically what she answered. Yes. Um, What personal trait has gotten you in the most trouble? What personal trait or trait? Trait. Yeah. Um, My personal trait? Uh, Probably. uh, Um... I talk way too much. I think I said this earlier. I'm really, really sassy. So I think my tone and my sass, I just, uh, yeah, that's gotten me a lot of trouble. Yeah. I, I've, I've noticed how, how quick you are and, and witty yeah, that's, and that's not so, always, not always fun with the adults. Well, or especially like volleyball season. Sometimes I'm just like, just sass or like I'm, I try to be witty and it just doesn't work out for me very well. What fictional character would you like to meet the most? character um can it be from a movie yeah or they don't have to exist any any okay. any character that doesn't exist oh i'm trying to think probably oh i just watched this last night probably batman okay <laughs> which which batman which batman do you want to meet uh the one the one that's in the dark night that's what i watched last night okay christian bell Yes. Okay, good. We would have kicked you off the show immediately if you said anything else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's that, the new one coming out? Bob Pattinson is... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I Googled that last night because I was trying to figure out, I was trying to name the exact actor, and I was like trying to think of his name because I, I couldn't get off, it was on the tip of my tongue, I couldn't get it. And I, I looked up Batman, and it was like Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, and I was like, are you kidding me? No, they can't do that. <laughs> yeah, Bob Pattinson plays as like very grunge Batman <laughs> in like an alternate universe. It's gonna be it's gonna be bad. Great. I can't wait. Um, two more, and then we'll get you out of here. Um, what's the first thing you do when you get home from a trip? 
go to sleep. Even if it's like morning, I take a nap. Big nap girl, big sleep girl, first thing. So like, Don't even unpack. So you, you walk in with your luggage, you go to your room, or in your case, probably the common area, throw your luggage down <laughs> and sleep. Throw everything down and literally like throw myself. Like you see in those cartoons or like on the movies, like throw myself on my bed or on the couch. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, actually, a bonus question, if I may. Uh, I've never interviewed a volleyball player. Those knee pads, are those... Are those effective? Um, n- no. That's why you see a lot of girls wearing them below their knees. They they help a little bit. They might, but like, okay, let me give you let me let me give, just give, give you a little bit of insider like knowledge. So, Inside baseball with Alexa Blaze. Let's go. <laughs> when you are taught to dive or go get a ball, like when you're taught to, um, I guess dive is the best way to explain it. When you're taught to dive after a ball you're not supposed to hit your knees. Like, your knees should be, like, the last thing that touches the ground. Therefore, it shouldn't hurt. So, like, technically, we don't truly need knee pads unless we're going on, like, a knee to pass, like, off a serve. But if someone, like, hits it and you're diving after it, your knee should be, like, the last thing that hit the ground. So, so really, that. you should have a flak jacket. <laughs> yeah, or some. you should have – that. like, that's where a lot of girls are wearing, like, arm pads now because, like, that's, like, the first thing that they want to hit the ground is, like, their arms to – kind of cushion themselves if if you can call it that on a hardwood floor yeah cushion yeah. yourself on a hardwood floor yeah as best as they can <laughs> uh last but not least we thank you again so much for the time uh the the final question i usually ask people if you had a dinner party with three famous people living or dead who would they be oh okay so i have to go with jennifer lawrence again and i think who's the guy who does uh the like the carpool karaoke James Corden oh James Corden would be amazing and then I also have to add in for looks because they're just amazing Zach Efron we gotta add him in just 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 so I can look at him during dinner so all these people are alive yeah okay not <laughs> we don't have to, we don't have to summon anyone we don't have to ask for one wish to to grant them to to be risen not yet <laughs> so Jennifer Lawrence, Zac Efron. I think they've all worked together. I think they've all been on the Tonight Show together. Have to. I, <laughs> I think they all know each other. Un- unreal squad. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence would just keep us laughing the whole entire night. Zac Efron would just sit there, look pretty, and also James Corden would also be hilarious. So you're saying just Zach, just don't talk. Just shut up and look pretty. <laughs> he can maybe say a few words, but. <laughs> hey Zach, hey, I know you're you're talented and you're smart and all these different things. You went to law school. Like, hey, just shut up. All right. <laughs> You just sit there and look pretty, my friend. No. Yeah. Just, hey, you know what? Go and take off your shirt. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, objectification's funny when it's, when it's a guy. I'm uh, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he can talk. All right. That's our show. Uh, Alexa, where can people find you on the internet? Alexa Blaze um, on Twitter and Instagram. Just that's, my first and last name. That's your um, Alexa Blaze, B-L-A-S-E. Correct. Got yes, it. Yes, thank you. Dope. Yeah, I know. I you And if you don't know how to spell it, it's literally the title of the episode. So that's really on you <laughs> if you don't do that. Um, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. If you have Spotify or iTunes, five stars, nice comments. It'd be very, very appreciated. Um, at if anyone cares underscore on Twitter at Riley James IAC on Instagram and Twitter. And I think that's our show for Alexa blaze. I'm Riley James. If anyone cares. <laughs>